1: Welcome back to not another true crime podcast. I'm Sarah Levine,
2: and I'm Danny Murphy. You know we're your partners in wine, crime, and time. And now we're having a little rewind. Sarah, I would say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like throwback. Um,
2: <laughs> throwback to a, a week. I don't even. I don't even know how much time has passed. But yes,
1: nine days ago. Ooh, that was quick math. I was just looking at it on my computer. But yes, yeah, okay. a little over a week ago, where we. Did our live show. It was super fun.
2: Oh, it was so much fun. We love Union Hall. We loved everybody who came. It was a party, and we definitely want to do more. But we also, because we know a lot of people don't live in the city, and also, like, you know, some people didn't make it, and we won't judge you for why you couldn't come. But the case we did was so much fun, and we wanted the quality to be, like, 100, because we feel like this case is also, like, super interesting, and, like, it's going to become, like, the new, I feel like, 2023 scam saga, as we'll find out because of, like, TV things happening so we wanted to do that for all you guys and then throw in the games that we played at the end
1: yes we played a lot of games Jorge was really like up to something he was Alex Trebek yeah Yes. (laughs) he trebeked
2: to Brooklyn yeah he
1: trebeked as we all did as we all did. (laughs) oh man but yeah I mean we we had a great time covering this case I feel like it's super interesting kind of timely
2: people are still talking about it yeah
1: oh yeah so, you know, we love a little grift. So we just decided to do a little episode on the hipster grifter, a.k.a. Carrie Farrell.
2: No relation to Vampire Weekend, even though I know you're thinking, are they? Involved? I'm sure she listened to him just because I'm assuming they're very is his hipster last music, name Farrell or something? No, they're just they, I think all their last names are hipster.
1: <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a good one. I actually remember when this broke in 2009, there was this like long ass article in The Observer, which we, we pulled a lot of info from for that, as well as Vice and, you know, our favorite place, The Cut.
2: The Cut. So now my question, Sarah, was The Observer the original The Cut in terms of long ass articles about like single people that people are like, who is this?
1: <laughs> I mean, they definitely beat them. They scoops The Cut on this story. So, maybe it could be, (laughs) but (laughs) let's get into it. So, uh, hipster grifter, aka Carrie Farrell, she was born February 26, 1987, in South Korea, and then adopted. And I'm going to skip a bunch of years, but then we'll revisit them. (laughs) What you need to know is that she became known for her, uh, she had this bob and these like blunt bangs. She had a look, a huge face like Phoenix tattoo across her chest and also a tattoo on her back that said I love beards which if that's not 2009 in a nutshell I don't know what it is. I was
2: gonna say she is a walking urban outfitter's advertisement I feel oh like
1: my god. because yes. you know this girl yeah. was like blunts and bobs in 2009 blunts and bobs that could have been like the name of her blog
2: oh my god in a different world even though we'll get to her Instagram handle which she should never change because it's genius
1: oh my god so well, genius good. in its own way yeah <laughs> It's it's something. So her kind of rise to notoriety happened in 2009. And the overall gist is that Vice hired her only to later find out she had a bunch of outstanding fraud warrants. And then, you know, the Observer did some digging and it became this whole thing and this whole like sensation. But let's just let's get into like the earlier days. So she spent her teens in Salt Lake City as part of the straight edge scene. Everybody laughed at that when I said that at the live show. I was like, I'm just I reporting. Feel like.
2: <laughs> yeah i know i feel like it is such an l because that was such a thing back then when now it's like people are just like okay you don't smell like it's not it's like not a yeah, scene you're just kind of right. like oh, no. I'm, yeah
1: <laughs> you're so right it's not a scene it's just like now nah, like i'll have the non-alcoholic beer and it's not yeah. like oh i have to like you know put x's on my hand and like make this a part All of my I think identity. About with
2: this truly the x marks the spot
1: <laughs> right Right. And so, as, as you do, she spent a lot of time on MySpace. And this is kind of where, like, she met her first mark. Yes, tis, tis, tis. So she met uh, Casey Hansen, who sadly is not one of the brothers of Mbop <sighs> fame, although he was in a band. And they eventually started dating. And Kind of started with low level scams. As it does, she told Casey that she was eighteen, even though she was seventeen at the time, and she kind of just blamed something weird on her birth certificate, which is kind of funny. (laughs) I'm like, good for you for knowing where your birth certificate is.
2: Do I have? I don't. I don't know if I have one. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there is one somewhere in New Jersey, but
1: God only knows. Right. It. It. Who knows? So then, in 2005, she moved to Arizona with her mom, but then back to Salt Lake City three months later where she lived in a straight-edge house with a bunch of roommates, and I'm kind of like, is this the original hype house?
2: <laughs> like the dehyped hyped house, because they're all just very relaxed. Oh so my having God, like, facts. I don't even know, like, tea, Like, can you have Red Bull when you're straight-edge? I guess so.
1: I don't see why not. I don't make I don't the rules. I don't see why not. I, I'm not <laughs> right. No, I'm not at all. So that summer, Carrie and her roommates got evicted for failing to pay the rent, so she went mm. to live with Casey
2: not so straight edge. I feel like they would love you to pay rent. Like I feel like that's part of the principle of straight edge. Right.
1: You're like I don't drink, I don't do drugs, I don't pay rent. This is what <laughs> what it's about. So Casey said that Carrie would pay for everything and just kind of had a lot of cash floating around mysteriously, which we know is a red flag alert. A little sketch, a little sketch. A little sketch. But soon enough cracks kind of started to show. At one point she accused one of her former roommates of trying to cash a check of hers. She accused Casey of cheating on her, saying that someone had pictures of him with an ex-girlfriend. But the only thing was that he had never had a girlfriend before, so there literally was no ex-girlfriend. What
2: a what a kind of LOL. I mean, shout out to Casey, but like that's okay. It's like pictures of my ex. I've been single for my entire life, ma'am. Yeah,
1: right. Literally <laughs> getting that last laugh, and then <laughs> getting that last laugh, and getting some into some check fraud because. <laughs> That fall, she started depositing checks into Casey's account, like $300, $500, maybe 1000 at a time. And she would tell him that she couldn't use her ATM card. So he needed to cash the checks and give her the money. And mm. if you guys listen to a sc- the Scam Goddess episode, I feel like my dad warned me about almost this exact scam. Wait,
2: yes. Okay. Like you've, been, you've You've been ahead of the game since day one.
1: Right, of depositing bad checks. This actually probably yeah. was around 2009. No, 2013. Whatever. Anyway, so this went on for like a week and a half, which is not a lot of time. But what's crazy is that they were able to get 10 th- over $10,000 worth of checks before the bank realized that these checks were being written from an account that wasn't even open.
2: But what I don't understand is like how – I mean, I guess maybe it's different. Now. How does a bank – not realize that until a week later a and B, like that much money. I mean, that much money is like so much now, but like, imagine like when you're 18 with $11,000, I don't even know what I would do.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I also just like, how, like what is bank of America running on? Just vibes. Like, it,
2: <laughs> they're like, it looks like a check.
1: I, I mean, also how do you get a check made for an account? That's not open. Like, you know, I feel like they mail you the checks. They have the account number on the bottom. Maybe they close the account and then continue to write checks from it.
2: Uh, That's what I'm like. Do you just print a check and it's just like a like a check that's like for like a Halloween costume? (laughs) If you're gonna be like a bank teller and you're like, Oh my god Here's ten thousand dollars.
1: Maybe we'll try that. Yes, my bank account number is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
2: (laughs) nine. Or it's like five 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 five. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) Someone out there like whose like bank account is kinda like that. They're like, shit.
1: I know. They're like Homer Simpson in the bushes, like, uh oh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So Okay, so then they realized this happened. Casey tried to break up with Carrie. She told him, and get ready because this is a common theme. She told him she had cancer. She was being stalked. Then he leaves to go on tour. She texts him that she's pregnant. This Mm. is going to kind of be a bit of a recurring playbook.
2: She really has like that one two-step. This is her one (laughs) two-step.
1: And it worked because Casey returns from tour, decides to buy her a car, that she was supposed to make the payments on and he took out a loan with twenty percent interest.
2: Which is terrifying.
1: Terrifying. And shockingly, Carrie made two payments and Casey had to file for bankruptcy. Ugh.
2: I also don't understand the pipeline to like I'm being soft <laughs> and pregnant I have cancer to like, here's a car. Like it's kind of like you're just like an audience member under at Oprah and you're like, here's a car, you're like,
1: oh, okay, I guess right. I'll do that now. whatever that pipeline is, like, I want to become I- a member of it. Get uh, fast same. track me onto that pipeline, please.
2: Same, but I don't want to make the car payments. So I guess I would be the carry.
1: That's true. <laughs> See, yeah, maybe I just need to get a big chest tattoo. <laughs> oh my God.
2: That would just be like, yeah, give me, give me the uh, old hipster grifter.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy.
2: Obviously, the story does not just uh, end with her getting, like, a PT Cruiser or a fee. I don't even know what kind of car she got with uh, this lump sum. But uh, she realized, I don't know, from this or just from anything, that, like, this, you know, this is her business. She could get get a little stuff going with it. So in February 2008, uh, Carrie did end up going to jail for three months in Salt Lake City. Because, you know, sometimes... uh, the world catches up to you, but then she outruns it because after she got out, she started dating this new guy named Brian Mawinney. And she knew Brian because she dated his roommate, which I feel like, I don't know, like, where is the support for Brian and his roommate? I thought, I don't know, I thought exes were off limits, but maybe in Salt Lake City, maybe in 2008, it was a different time, different space. And I'm also curious too, did the roommate have any uh, check fraud drama going on with her? Or like I don't know. You know what I mean? I wonder if that's the thing where it's like, oh, Brian, you stole my ex. Well, get ready for her to steal your money. <laughs> Karma. So she was telling all these people, including Brian, that she worked for Golden Voice. And that, uh, if you don't know what that company is, I didn't know either. But <laughs> it's the company that puts on Coachella and other music festivals. So it's like one of those it's genius a big deal. A very big deal and also a genius lie. Cause like no one knows. I'm like, oh my God, you work for Coachella. That's so cool. I think you're cool. I don't know the yes. ins and out of the golden voice. Departments, you know what it's I mean? That's
1: so true. <laughs>
2: departments. Where you're just kind of like, oh yeah, I work in music and everyone's just nodding. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and all of this. So she said she was working at this like high profile company, but although at the time she owed her parents so much money that she was also put back in jail, just time for just 48 hours. So for her, that's a layover, I guess, <laughs> in terms of how when her three months didn't before.
1: <laughs> oh my God, right?
2: Love makes you do things. Because Brian ended up posting her bail.
1: And are we shocked that she did not pay him back ever? Here's my thing though. Like, okay. She's called the hipster grifter, but to me, I'm Mm. like, that's not like a grift. Like, not really. Right. It's just like, it's not like she took his money. Like the, the cash bail system, which is its own scam took his money. And like, she was upfront about what she needed the money for. And yeah, she, like, didn't pay him back, but, like, I kind of feel like it's it's almost like an eyes wide open situation to me. It's like, it's not like she pretended she was in jail and pocketed money from him.
2: That's so true. And it's also one of those interesting things, too, where it's kind of just like she got people to believe her. You know what I mean? It's more so people like, it's like kind of like the gullible hipster or like the gullible victims for her because she just that. always is able to yeah right so
1: that's the she that's just the interesting like spun a lot her. of tall tales i feel like but
2: she could have gone to improv instead she went to oh my god uh, right Jeff 48 hours and kept on getting some change from people but i you know that's the interesting thing and like she was good at it because she keeps on doing it and kept on doing it more one of the sadder moments of this for brian and um friends is that in July 2008, Carrie told Brian that she would make him and a bunch of his friends get them to go to the Pitchfork Festival in Chicago, which is a really big festival.
1: Yeah, I actually wanted to go and like couldn't get tickets.
2: It's expensive. So that's why I mean like this would be a great deal if someone but also that's the funny thing, Sarah, if someone told me, oh, I have free tickets to go to Pitchfork, I'd go. I'd be like, yeah, done. S-
1: same. Like I would go once you have to start flying to go to a festival, that's when it gets just like way too much. I mean mm. I went to goat ball this weekend and felt a million years old, but it was great because I just took the subway.
2: That is what's nice. And you probably left before like the mad dash of people left uh at-
1: to an extent, yeah, yeah. huh.
2: Okay. I guess it's always a mad dash afterwards. Exactly, but
1: yes, I left. I did not stay until the very end. I was like, I don't need to fucking see Roddy Rich, or no, it was it wasn't even Roddy Rich. I like Roddy Rich. I was like, I don't need to see like Playboy Cardi with all these kids. Oh. Like, I probably know fifteen seconds of one of his songs from TikTok. Like, it's no, fun. I don't.
2: You don't need to hear Jack Harlow say, "I've been a, up in a." Throw up that. <laughs> I mean, I do like that song, but it is funny. All the live videos of him just like in between the Fergie. That's so parts. funny.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't get that appeal.
2: But um, Brian and his friends didn't get to have an opinion on pitchfork. Cause you know why, Sarah? Why?
1: why. The day I mean, they were supposed why. to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> the day they were supposed to all leave. She called saying that her boss said it had been delayed and they ended up never going after all of them took uh, PTO days off.
1: That's the real crime. She scammed them out of their PTO. She, th- she
2: made them send an email. Hey, uh, wondering if this day is approved and okay to take off. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, my God. facts.
2: It's always a nerve-wracking email to send sometimes.
1: It's true. And the boss was like, well, why are you taking off? And they're like, do I make up a lie about a doctor's appointment? Or do I just be <laughs> honest and say I'm going to pitchfork? <laughs> I mean, that's, a,
2: that's the main thing. And then, um, so she kind of uh, lived all this life. But I feel like she kind of got to the point where she's like, you know what? I have to elevate. I have to elevate, take myself to the next level.
1: Yes. I called this section Scams and the City.
2: Scams and the City. Carrie got Carrie fever. She became Carrie Bradshaw. Wow.
1: You're right. You're right. In
2: August 2008, she moved to Brooklyn, which Lacey calls the scam capital of the world. Which we love. We love it so much. And I mean, if anybody is in Brooklyn right now, a little spoiler alert, you might be next to her because she is living there currently.
1: I know, it's crazy that, like, because she, this became such a sensation, which I think is, like, ridiculous, but, like, certain outlets had columns dedicated to spotting her like she was the freaking queen of England.
2: Uh, yeah, it's very funny. They, like, were demo demo-ing
1: her. Completely. And then somehow she manages to, like, successfully kind of just go under the radar for 10 years, like, in Brooklyn, the same place, like, her known stomping grounds, nobody knew, it's uh, interesting, and it's funny. She
2: was able to go more underground as social media was getting more and more, where it's easier to like. Spot that
1: is people. true. That is very huh. true.
2: Okay, so um, her reasoning for going to Brooklyn, well, she told her Utah boyfriend Brian, which I feel like so many people that move to Brooklyn have a Utah boyfriend named Brian. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it, tracks, and it Brian,
2: you getting dumped? You getting dumped? Yeah. So um, she told him that Golden Voice, this infamous company, uh, was letting her transfer to their New York office. Uh, sp- Spoily alerty, there is no New York office.
1: (laughs) There isn't. In in her defense, like, um, I think AEG, which owns Golden Voice. Oh, the ticketing company. Yeah. Does have a New York office, but like Golden Voice specifically doesn't.
2: That's like, oh, I got a job with the New York Times. They're moving me to Los Angeles? And you're like,
1: huh? Make it make sense. Right, exactly.
2: But her main reasoning, she wasn't just, so maybe it was a mix of wanderlust, a mix of Sex and City. But one of the main reasons that she moved to Brooklyn was because she was on the run, since she was wanted for $60,000 in Czech fraud bank in Utah, which is kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, that is a lot. I mean.
2: Also, if I mix up any words, it's because I am jet-lagged in LA, so like, we are, we oh, are getting wait, these I languages forgot. together. I was like. I don't even know what time it is.
1: Oh my God, yeah. I was thinking, I'm I was really like, Where where's it? your background? It's a new, a new spot.
2: It's a nice hotel. I had to complain to get my room changed, which I won't get into, but. <laughs> Ooh, I do want
1: to know. Okay.
2: Maybe that could be Thursday. Maybe I'll, I'll tell that when I'm no longer in the hotel.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. That's fine. When
2: I'm safe. Yeah. So moving on to her next victim, her next prey, her next uh, man. She met him. Everyone was obsessed with this at the live show. She uh, met him at a girl talk concert in October of 2008.
1: I mean, where else? Where else?
2: Really, that really is a time capsule. So there she met this guy named Bobby, who was a 23-year-old student at Rutgers at the time. Shout out to Jersey.
1: Shouts out. I was like, I have no further comments.
2: <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I like love I love a Rutgers girl talk fan. Uh, they started, I guess, connecting over their love of music and NJ Transit, and um, they started to hook up. Bobby, though, started noticing like, some Like, he's weird... a real frequent
1: flyer over there on New Jersey Transit. <laughs> like, damn. Oh,
2: he has seen Secaucus more than any other person in the world. I guarantee you. So they started hooking up, and he started noticing all these weird stuff. Like, she's an ATM card, but it doesn't work as a debit card. And she only is allowed to take out cash at one bodega.
1: And... Right. As, uh, sure. As it goes, you know?
2: Here is the thing, though if some bodegas had credit cards I would get it because like there's so much of my money that I've just spent at bodegas so I mean like I'm I'm, like if I get points that could be worthwhile
1: yeah that's true Right. but then I feel like those bodega ATMs they take out so much money in the fees
2: so many fees
1: so maybe she got 60,000 in check fraud but I feel like she only (laughs) really got like 50,000 that's so true. Did you ever see Frances
2: Ha where it's like she's running around to get cash from ATMs and then all of them are like $10 feet and she's like, fuck, and then just has to use one?
1: No, that's the very worst. Very good movie.
2: It's a black and white movie, but very good. Greta oh Goldman.
1: That's a real black and white movie because they still have ATMs that people use. Like, Oh,
2: right. <laughs> but it was like set, I think, in like 2008. It was like Mumblecore. Very Williamsburg. I'm sure Hipster Grifter loves Frances Ha. He also realized what kind of. I'm both concerned about Bobby, but also impressed of how detached he is from uh, technology. He realized a month <laughs> after, she, like a month after they started hooking up, he realized that his phone was gone. Right. So she was always borrowing his money and then promising to pay it back. And then a little while after they started hook up, here yeah, we're back. She tells him that she's pregnant and she took six pregnancy tests. I feel like some reports are saying she six said six. Six. So many. Half were negative. I know. she. How much apple juice did she drink before all this? Like, how much six. are you peeing?
1: <laughs> I love that. It's like six. That's so many. That's a lot of money. That's where all the check fraud is going. Those things are like 12 bucks a pop. Like,
2: I'm sure she got them at the bodega. Yeah. She, funny thing though, because she was like, oh, it's inconclusive. I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't know what to do. But, but, but. And Bobby was like, go to like urgent, ca- go to a doctor. and
1: Not take, even urgent get, care. Look- yeah. Just go hey, to go your to OBGYN, like pee in a cup. Yeah. They'll run the test.
2: And then the second he wanted to bring in like, you know, like steps for proof and like more legitimacy to everything. She just never brought it up again.
1: <laughs> Real she legit. No, like,
2: mm, mm, I'm good. Um, about six weeks into there, or whatever we want to call it, uh, one of Carrie's friends told Bobby that she was dying of lung cancer, but then he saw her kind of like living her best life, which like <laughs> as you can, like smoking weed. All the stuff at a party, which he kind of was... Like,
1: maybe you wouldn't do that if you had lung cancer. And, like, we're getting treatment and stuff like that.
2: Maybe. I I would assume it would not be as enjoyable an experience if you were dealing with that.
1: Right. Your your doctor was probably not like, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Light
2: it up. Yeah. The day before Bobby was supposed to go back to Rutgers, this boy is continuing his education. (laughs) he is getting that degree she Uh, called him and told him this 23 year old
1: senior he's doing it he's doing the damn thing he's he's kind of animal house
2: again but you know what whatever it takes she called him and told him this sob story about a crazy abusive stalker ex-boyfriend so that's the other part so now she's repeated all of her three steps and kind of at this time he was kind of like okay there's a lot going on here i'm very confused about what this girl is he decided to at this point, six weeks, over six weeks into the relationship, Google her for the first time, which, talk about how times have changed. You Google everybody now. At first.
1: I know. I'm like, what? First, first, he doesn't even miss, he's not missing his phone. Maybe that's why he couldn't Google her, because he didn't have his phone for a whole freaking month and didn't even notice. And then he's like, wait a second, maybe I should just put her name into a search engine. And when he did,
2: he didn't find her Tumblr. Well, I mean, I'm sure it was there but maybe a lower search he found her wanted poster which is so old school but like very insane to see oh, somebody that year yeah. did it
1: have like the old western font like i i didn't even know they really still did those like for for fraud like sure maybe if you have a serial no. killer on the loose
2: right and i, I like i wonder too I, I feel like she could even spin it out be like oh it was a birthday theme party <laughs> yeah not quite <gasps> love it so that was kind of like her thing she was just running around Brooklyn telling all these insane, intense, emotional stories to random people. She met this guy, Joe in Greenpoint. Shout out to every Joe in Greenpoint. I'm sure there's 5,500 of you. And told him and his roommate that she had cancer and didn't have long to live. There were other people, too, that gave their names at The Observer. And it kind of, like, it's, it seemed like she would just kind of do this. And then also people would be like, okay, well, I guess like, I'll enjoy, I'll like, hang out with her, like, if she's going through all this stuff. And she was, like, very fun, very flirty one of the main ways that she was able to get all these like people are ups, yeah like so she was able to kind of like get these people to kind of maybe put on some blinders to questionable things is because that she was very explicit and very into you know just speaking her true I don't know mentioning it all I guess we can call it some highlights so at Union Pool uh, which if you Iconic. don't
0: know
2: this is not we had our live show at Union Hall which is a very nice Bar slash venue with bocce. It's like a library. You can get a tea. You can get a hot toddy. Very classy. Union pool. It's a, it's a moment. It's an, it's, a, it's an energy there. Uh, enter at your own risk uh, when you're over the age of 23, I would say. Uh, she had this bartender there pass one guy a note that said, I want to give you a handjob with my mouth. Huh? I
1: mean, I love the creativity.
2: It really, it kind of, it gives, it gives haiku or like, like a, like a, it's like poetic almost in a weird way. Almost
1: in a very graphic way. It's giving me, which
2: maybe we'll talk about uh, at another episode, soft swinging mom talk. Like I'm kind of like,
1: oh my God.
2: It's, it's giving me that kind of energy.
1: Oh, my God. Yes, they are definitely giving mouth hand jobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <sighs> MHJ, MHJ.
2: Um, and also, so I've never been to this place, but you've been to Fabian's, right?
1: Yes, it's good brunch. The service was very slow, though.
2: Okay. Well, you know, do they have hot dogs on the menu there? I don't think they do. <laughs> well, on her menu, she had a menu there because she passed a note to someone that says, I want you to throw a hot dog down my hall.
1: That just like feels like a self roast like and also a roast of him. Hot dog haul. That doesn't sound like it's going to so be pleasurable for anyone. Yeah.
2: I don't know if it's just me. All I think of when I see hear that is Paul Blart Mall Cop. And I don't know why. Wait, why? I just imagine him on like the what are those uh, Vespas or whatever, like those like moving things that to he was on. catch the hot on, dog. Going down a hall like and like tripping on a hot dog.
1: That's so funny. That's it's so very funny.
2: specific. It's very jet lag. But Paul Blart, you're on the brain.
1: Oh, my gosh. Wow. Deep cut. Deep cut. Deep
0: cut. So- In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
1: So this is what she's doing. She's offering to give hand jobs with her mouth, hot dogs, etc. You know, just in Brooklyn. Again, I'm not really sure what the grift is, but whatever. Allegedly.
2: I'm a, you, it's, not a, it's not a grift to be weird in Brooklyn. That's kind of its thing.
1: <laughs> That's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> It'd be a grift if you weren't.
2: And also, from what I've seen of some people's hinge-first message things... There's some worse things than what she said.
1: Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's kind of how it all went down. So Carrie got a job at Vice claiming to have previously worked at Golden Voice. So she got this job. She was working as as an administrative assistant in March 2009. And basically, like, within minutes of meeting this one male employee, she started, like, low-key sexually harassing him.
2: That's the twist when everyone's like, oh, my God, she's so silly. It's like, no,
1: not quite. Yeah, you're like, ah, this is not really cool. So, like, I think he just was like, hey, how are you doing or something? She starts IMing him, asking about his sexual history, how many women he's slept with. I mean, this is, like, definitely workplace harassment. You cannot do this.
2: For any, I know it's June, so for any recent college graduates about to start a new job, don't do this. <laughs> don't
1: do that at all. And what I do respect, though, is that she started trying to use like the vice perks immediately. Like she would call up clubs, ask for like press passes, and say Vice wanted to come in and do a review. I mean, was vice reviewing clubs at the time? Like I don't even Ooh. know. Mm-hmm. but they, I mean, but honestly, respect
2: respect because I realize on'm the scam our scam got episode that me and Sarah will probably mention every single episode. Oh, I kind we of I kinda did I kind of did a little bit of this when I was at the JoJo concert. I didn't even work at the company.
1: I do this now, but I'm not like, hey, I want to come to Marquee and do a review. It's like, oh, you know, I, I've definitely gotten like press passes for concerts and stuff like that. I mean, I was oh, at okay. Good Ball, but you know,
2: I, you said Marquee, and my feet just started to hurt so badly.
1: Yeah. Oh no, I, I know. Oh I, god, the heels I would wear in that place.
2: As Florence and the Machine would say, the dog days are over. I am in my, I'm in my cat era. I'm just sitting on couches.
1: Yeah. So then she also made a reservation at The Box, which if you know, you know.
0: And if you know, (laughs) you know.
1: know. Exactly. So she made this reservation for, she said, the publisher of Vice. She did it from her personal email and told The Box that, like, the Vice servers were down. And it was a surprise. (laughs) So, like, don't contact anybody at Vice to double check. Which...
2: From a personal email, you would assume it's, like, spam, but the box? I know, check I the, can't believe they, 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 they even the box. answered
1: that. Yeah. I
2: also can't believe the box has an email address.
1: That is very <laughs> funny. Yeah. It's probably, like, info at the box or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> and so this guy that she was sexually harassing at work decided to then Google her and found out she was wanted in Salt Lake City. And... I feel like to Vice's credit, they picked up on it pretty quick and she only lasted a week.
2: <laughs> well, well, the funny thing is, because I, I feel like uh, we, we talked about a little bit at the live show. They did how this guy found this out and not like Vice HR because she was so convincing during the interview. They just left yeah. her on the spot. I
1: yeah. can't believe that. I mean, I need to start channeling that energy just in all facets of life. Oh, like, right? meanwhile, people ask me like, oh, what are your favorite movies? And I'm like, I don't even, do I, have I seen a movie ever? Like, I don't even know <laughs> my own interest.
2: Why should we hire you for this job? I'm like, you shouldn't. I'm sorry for taking yeah, up your right?
1: Sorry. She you really names it and claims
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> she
1: sure does. And Vice is so funny because they wrote an article about this and they called it <laughs> Department of Oopsies. We hired a grifter, which I love. I love
2: it so much. It makes me really miss like, mid to late aughts, early teens internet. It was just such a simpler, different time.
1: Oh, truly. I mean, they wrote this like 300 word write-up of just like, whoops, and then that was it. It's
2: so good. It's so, 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 so good. So yeah, I feel like it kind of uh, reached its head in May 2009, uh, where she was arrested in Philly and then extradited to Utah. And then she did plead guilty to felony forgery and identity fraud, the three big Fs. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's like the, the five C's of diamonds, right? It's the three F's of oh, yes. grifting. Of grifting. <laughs> well, one of the F's
2: was amended to attempted forgery. Oh boy. I guess, you know, maybe the pen ink wasn't dry, so she was like, yeah. No, I just attempted to An
1: attempt was made. Yeah. <laughs> so it.
2: she was sentenced to nine months in prison and then sorry, I feel like this is our favorite part. She yes. w- she then promised never scam again. They were like, You better not. It was like Lady Gaga, I'll never love again at the end of a star is born, but right. never
1: scared okay, again. I do respect it though because Anna Delvey was like, Yeah, I'm not a good person. Like, I'll probably do this shit again. Like she and then is like, why am I still in prison? And it's like, well, Anna, you like you told people that you can't be trusted. Like <laughs> Yeah. But actually it's like that art gallery that
2: I saw people I know going to, and I'm like, what's Oh happening yeah, here?
1: I'm sad that we didn't get a press invite for that. That party You know
2: what? Same, But you know what? Always team Rachel, so it all works out. Um, True. But you know what? To our her girl, the hipster grifter's credit, to our knowledge, she hasn't really scammed again.
1: Exactly. And again, I mean, maybe some of her victims are going to send me an angry email, but like, she didn't scam. I mean, she did the 60,000 worth of check fraud. Okay, so she did scam. She did scam. That's true.
2: In her Brooklyn, her Brooklyn ones weren't that bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I feel like people just kind of latched onto the like sexually aggressive nature. Mm-hmm. And like she was lying for sure. I mean, I feel like everybody has that friend who like pathologically lies and you're like, "Oh, yeah." Yep, that's just Kylie. She just, you know, tells people that her dad is like a obscure prince or something like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. Especially in Brooklyn, everybody's lying.
2: Oh. It's all overreaction, over dramatic where it's like, oh my god, someone like is like about to win a Tony. And it's like they're getting a pizza slice from a place called Tony's Pizzeria. It's like you let them have it. You let them have it. Oh, my god. Have
1: it. oh that, that that feels very LA vibes, I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, you think there's
2: pizza here? I had I don't even I had a sprouted something for breakfast. I don't even know what's happening <laughs> That's over here. so
1: funny. Yes. And
2: like I feel like the coffee here is just like hugs, so it's not waking me up and I like I uh, I'm yeah. There's I no Dunkin', not, not the Dunkin'.
1: No, no, Duncan. Uh, it's two
2: p.m. over there, or it's like almost three, and you have my coffee today.
1: Ah, uh, you know, at this point, I'm just taking the L.
2: Take honestly, just go to bed. Yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. And you know what? Sometimes you have to take the L
2: and then grow from it, and that's what our girl's doing because she's planning a comeback. We
1: love it. Yeah, it's like it. Big Sean status. Took an L, bounce back. <laughs> Thank you for laughing uh, at that horrible joke. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. So. She got, uh, Big Sean got big clout for her. So, uh, first of all, her Instagram handle is Hot hotdoghandjobs, which... Obsessed.
1: Obsessed.
2: That's branding 101. I mean, that is how you do it. And also, what's kind of crazy is that according to the cut, she's both working on, like, a memoir about her life and also a TV series with Mindy Kaling.
1: I mean, damn. This I would watch. Oh, watch in
2: a heartbeat, because it's kind of cool. It's giving me Younger, the TV Land show, with, like, because it's, like... A lie, but like a little bit more of a lie, and like kind of, exce- it's it's like could yes. be sexy, could be crazy. Yeah.
1: I was thinking of like that show Girl Boss, but actually good because that shit was fucking terrible.
2: I watched like two episodes of that, I could not.
1: Oh, God. I watched the whole thing and was like, why Ugh. did I do this? And now I've just dumped it all out of my brain.
2: Talk about a time capsule of time, Girl uh, Boss. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, when we were like, Nasty Gal is admirable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> were we ever so young? We oh were at Union yeah. Pool. I'm sure yes. at Union Pool, I was telling people, no, Sophia Marus was like a boss bitch. Oh, my God, yes. You had a mug that said, like,
1: boss babe or something. What? Oh,
2: my God, yeah. You have as many days in the year as Beyonce or whatever. I'm like, and Beyonce's like, why am yes. I in her coffee cup?
1: Exactly. Oh, my is, gosh. Yeah,
2: she is living all of our dreams, like, writing a book about herself and, like, working with Mindy Kaling. Uh She told The Cut, too, that she's basically been in Williamsburg, like me and Sarah said, for the past 13 years.
1: Yeah, so, just chilling. She's married.
2: Yeah, married to a Navy vet. Uh, works in marketing at an insurance company. Don't know if I would love her near insurance,
1: but... I mean, insurance is a scam, so it fits.
2: It really, you know, if two plus two is four, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And four plus four is ten, right? Is that the TikTok sound?
2: I think, right? And then then what the hell is this? What the fuck
0: is this? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well,
2: also an interesting thing that she has pivoted to as well is that she volunteers and is passionate about helping incarcerated people Because she, a lot of her stuff that she talks about now is that she feels that a lot, and I mean, it is, I feel like, a judgment that people really cling to is that people who get incarcerated, when they get out, they'll just commit the same thing over and over again. So she's trying to work against that and helping incarcerated people to get back on their feet and uh, everything like that. She's maintaining, yeah, and she's maintaining that she's remorseful and has not scammed since she's gone to therapy, which sometimes all all you need is a little couch to talk to someone. Um... She says that she could have turned to scamming due to a few factors. She's trying to look inward. I'm sure while writing her memoir. Being bisexual and a member of the Mormon Church. Boom, oh that's a whole thing. Yep,
1: that's a lot.
2: Being a transracial adoptee. That's a lot. Participating in Utah's straight-edge culture, where petty theft was a way people rebelled. I guess if you're not having smear off ice, you're forging checks.
1: I mean, hey, like I feel like you have to get your thrill some way, right? You know, and... I'm not going to lie. Like, who amongst us has not engaged in some petty theft in, like, eighth grade? Like, do I okay. know. I actually... Have I ever...
2: I think I was always too afraid to steal anything. That's oh, I guess... We, yeah. I don't judge. I mean, hey. Okay,
1: cool. I'm just going to get arrested. <laughs> <now we do. laughs> totally not me talking about a friend. I'm like,
2: in front... You're talking about Kylie, the one who lies about her dad being a prince.
1: Right? I feel like there actually was a girl in my, like, elementary school who claimed to be a princess, and we were all like... What? No.
2: I mean, Princesses of Long Island was a show, so maybe she was just premonishing
1: that. It actually did take place in my town.
2: That is intense.
1: So <laughs> Honestly, a great show. It was a great show,
2: and I'm sure her show, the Hipster Gifter show with Mindy Kaling, will be equally stimulating. Yeah. And I'm I hope you guys enjoyed. Like this was a fun little, you know, you got a little, you get you get a little of the real classic yes. episode, but we saved the best for last, which is. Audio from the live show. Say, so game many insane extravaganza. games. Extravaganza. It's a who and a half. I've never said that before. I will never say it again. <laughs> I'll never say it when I'm back in the East Coast. But there we go. The West Coast. I'm who and a half in it.
1: Leave <laughs> that shit in L.A.
2: Oh my God! Yes, with my with my spinach breakfast.
1: <laughs> Gross. Uh, <It's> yeah. All <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the games.
2: You know how we end every episode, every moment what you're all waiting for we have a little game with jorge who everyone is obsessed with so get ready to meet him (laughs) and while he is coming up be sure to enter any last super secret seal and kill traits to sean who's gonna walk around too yes there will
1: be a prize for the best one let's pop it up yes
2: hello hello i mean look at like you're thriving i love the shirt well i
3: i have to dress up for brooklyn Brooklyn, you know
2: would you have fallen for the hipster
4: grifter
3: I I have to imagine that if someone tells me that they're gonna give me a up with their phone, I would run away. But uh-huh. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I would be uh-huh. would have been able to resist. I don't. I really don't know. Also,
2: that's your answer on a stage. I would see what your answer is upstairs at the bar. Like
1: she's here, Me and greet. No. Wait, but meet she's at. i was just literally like, what if she's at Union Hall today? Like who she could be. <laughs>
3: Alright, so as you all know, we finish each episode with a game, and today we have a few games we're going to get through. Um,
2: um, buckle up, and if you want another drink, get one, because we're going to be playing games, and some of you guys will be involved. So. Yeah,
3: and <laughs> don't forget to fill out your super-secret serial killer traits. The person who is picked to be the winner will win a prize. So,
2: Bonus points for your social security number on the back. It's so <laughs> super easy. <laughs>
3: So the first game that we're going to play today, uh, it is to celebrate Carrie's book deal because uh, big deal, big deal for her to be writing yeah. a book. <laughs> I don't like it. So it's going to be called Booked Up, and here is how it's going to work. We're going to test your knowledge on the world of books today.
2: As I I'm just said, I for don't go to library.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so place your bets. Uh, my money's on Sarah today, but uh, here's how it's going to work. I looked on the internet for the biggest book deals of all time. All right. Ooh. So I'm going to read you a little blurb of the book without their name, obviously. You're going to tell me who the author was, and then after that, you're going to have to tell me whether the book deal was worth more or less than the previous one. So,
1: okay, oh. this is this a is good like game books and math. Okay, books we get and math. to figure out my if my portes. English degree was worth it. So, let's
3: <laughs> <laughs> find out. All right, Danny, we're going to start with you.
2: Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm like tying my shoe. I'm literally back in seventh grade <laughs>
1: I'm
2: like I didn't finish the reading. Okay. Danny, here is the first blurb.
3: Here we go. In a life filled with meaning and accomplishment, blank has emerged as one of the most iconic and compelling women of our era. Along the way, she showed us. I'm like
2: BB Rexa now.
1: It's Along actually Hillary way, Duff.
3: She showed us a few dance moves, crushed carpool karaoke and raised two down-to-earth daughters under an unforgiving media glare. The
2: most compelling woman, what? <laughs> okay. I, know, I know, Carpool power oh, oh. and dancing?
3: Yep, uh, and here's the last sentence. In her memoir, it is a memoir, she invites readers into her world, chronicling the experiences that have shaped her, from her childhood on the south side of Chicago to her time spent on the world's most famous address.
2: Oh, oh Michelle Obama? That is correct, Annie! <laughs> well she <done>. dances? She dances? <laughs> Apparently what she doesn't does. she do? I what mean, she I'll do? let her have it. I'll let her have it.
3: All right, Danny. Here is the second part. So we're going to start with twenty million dollars, just the baseline. Do you think this book deal was worth more or less than twenty million dollars?
2: I like sadly want to say less.
3: That is incorrect, Danny. Oh, wow. So you get one point, okay, not the other yeah, one. Yeah.
2: Like okay.
4: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Forbes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So the book deal was actually worth sixty-five million dollars, but it was for her. her and Barack's book, so it was like a mm. double. But
1: everyone's mm.
2: <laughs> like, no, come on! I but didn't know even... we were counting men in this. question.
3: <laughs> but even if we split it down the middle, that's still thirty-two million dollars. So it would have been more than twenty million. It wasn't less. Okay. Okay.
4: That's right. All right. Okay.
3: The book was a huge success. Of course, it has sold over ten million copies, which is a lot of books. No.
2: That is a lot of
3: books. <laughs> All right, Sarah, it is your turn. In okay. two thousand nine, here's the blurb. In oh, it's scary. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Blank performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. Two thousand nine.
1: Fuck. Okay.
3: The experience was so exhilarating that Blank decided to write about it.
2: That's such a bad book. Bu- I mean, like, <laughs> watch.
3: It's like someone really important. Oh but I'm like, God. who was what? this? Yeah. That's how Hopefully this extraordinary cold, autobiography like... began. Mm-hmm. Blank describes growing up Catholic in Freehold, New Jersey. Ah! Okay.
1: Okay. What?
3: And this autobiography is written with the lyricism of a singular songwriter and is much more than a legendary rock star's okay, memoir. Okay, is this
1: Bruce Springsteen? That is correct, Sarah. Well <laughs> done. Shut up, shut up. Had, to, had to get the New Jersey. He <laughs> <laughs> was born in Long Branch though, but it's
2: okay. <laughs> oh, not Freehold? He, I think he grew up there, but he was born in Long Branch. Oh, After interesting. I'm
1: driven by the house.
3: Shout out. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Sarah, was this book deal worth more or less than Michelle Obama's book deal? I think less. That is correct. It was (laughs) less. (laughs) It was worth ten million dollars, but it's still the biggest deal ever for a musician's autobiography. So really, yeah, it's called Born to Run. (laughs) 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 Well, I think it's more about you know more about his life and whatever. As one of New Jersey's sons. You should.
2: Oh, (laughs) I'm shocked! I'm like Bruce. You have more to write about than the Super Bowl.
3: All right, and also, Danny. so
2: down to earth, he wouldn't want that much money.
3: That's true. <laughs> uh, this he's is the next blurb, people. and we are... Sarah has gotten the lead, so it is two okay. to one. Okay. So you have some catching up to do. Here we go. Danny, this is your next blurb. The Emmy Award-winning comedian, actress, writer, and star that has taken the entertainment world by storm is now bringing her blend of smart satirical humor... <laughs> To the autobiography. This in is this- mine, actually. <laughs> in this book, Blank minds her past for stories about her teenage years, her family, relationships, and sex, and shares the experiences that have shaped who she is. A woman with the courage to bare her soul and stand up for what she believes in, all while making us laugh.
1: Oh, it's going to be so many people. <laughs> I
2: know. Why do I want to say Amy Schumer? That is correct, Danny. You know why? That. I don't want to, I'm not throwing shade. I, I was like Amy Tina, but then I had a lot of sex. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Amy, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> you know what I mean? She walks out. I'm like. <laughs> well done, Danny. That is
3: incredible. All right. So do you know the name of this book, by the We're way? The
2: with the Lower Back Dutton? That is correct. Nice. So
3: do you think this book deal was worth more or less than Bruce Springsteen's $10 million. Okay, I'm gonna go with more. That is incorrect.
2: Uh, I'm not mad at you. 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 I'm not mad. I like rebuttal. It no, was not mad.
3: very close, however. It was nine million dollars, so oh, okay. just just a million. But this was she had
1: to pay the pink tax for one. Dollar. I was gonna say it's the wage gap right there.
3: <laughs> so this was Simon and Schuster who paid for this book, and unfortunately, it hasn't been the success that they were hoping for. It only. I didn't sold... know. Horace is
1: dragging. <laughs> no, like, this I mean,
3: book was a flop. It's just the facts. Just the facts. I mean, she's mm-hmm.
1: no Mindy Kaling, so.
3: So it only sold thirty-six thousand copies in the first week. Ouch. So, I think they lost a lot of money on that one. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> All right, Sarah. This is the next blurb. A great international bestseller. The book in which, on the eve of the millennium, Pope Blank. <laughs> brings to an accessible level the profoundest
1: theological Wait, concerns. the Pope wrote a book? <laughs> yeah. Is
3: that
1: allowed?
3: And it's on this list of the uh, biggest book deals of all time. God. Is it the
1: Bible? Okay. It's
2: like the Bible part <laughs> the Bible. two. Or part three. The or sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Extended cut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> With the humility and generosity of spirit for which he is known, okay, uh, I, Blank I guess... speaks directly and forthrightly to all people. people. His message, be not afraid. Inspirational.
1: Okay, so right now is Francis. Who's before that?
3: So this was on the eve of the millennium. So that's a little clue as well. It was in the 1900s. Oh,
1: gosh. The 1900s. <laughs> yes, when I was born.
3: <laughs> 1990s,
1: 1990s. Was that uh, John Paul? That is correct. Yeah. Sarah, well done. Good
3: guess.
1: <laughs> yes. That's where I learned in Hebrew school. Thank you.
3: John Paul II, but I'll give it to you. Phew. That's close enough. It was called Crossing the Threshold of Hope. Cool. All right. All right, Sarah, what do you think?
1: It rhymes. Was it this worth
3: more or less an Amy Schumer's book <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope now if you wanted to go to such heaven. such a bird. Oh, my God. But my thing is, like, the Pope shouldn't be after money because he's the Pope, so I'm just going to say Have less. Have <laughs> Well, but he's
3: the Pope. That is correct, Sarah. It no, was worth well, less. Well what done. a burn. Very close though. It was eight point five million dollars. Oh, wow.
1: Check. But also that was like nineteen ninety nine dollars. So Exactly. Like, so, where, does so, that, where does that money even go to? Like he can't shop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maybe funny hats. <laughs> you gotta <know>? keep
1: those, <laughs> <All hats>? yeah. <laughs> gotta keep the robes like nice and white. <laughs> That's so true.
3: it's bleach. So um if you adjust just for inflation, it would have been more it would okay. be about twenty million. Suck but it you Amy. know it was it was less. It was less. It That's was a less. Lot. Million And that book was a huge success. (laughs) Um, Translated into over 40 languages, sold more than a million copies in Italy alone. So yeah, everyone Um,
2: It's kind of a thing, I've been told. Is there a gift shop? Because I feel that would help. (laughs) I'm just being
3: real. I'm sure there is.
4: I'm sure sure there is. (laughs) It's
2: a BOGO deal.
3: (laughs) All right, Danny, this is your next blurb, and this is your last blurb. So two more blurbs to finish this game. So the pressure is on. This is the blurb. This one's fiction. So, here we go.
1: <laughs> I just I what that was.
2: Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I like still have to think. It's like left and right. I'm like fiction. Not
1: fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what they teach you at the Sorry library if you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know. Everyone else here works for the Wall Street Journal. I like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when Barry Fairbrother dies unexpectedly in his early 40s, the little town of Packforth is left in shock. Packford is not what it first seems. And the empty seat left by Barry on this town's council soon becomes the catalyst for the biggest war this town has ever seen. Blackly comic, thought-provoking, and constantly surprising, this book is Blank's first novel for adults.
1: Huh. What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Amy Schumer's mom? (laughs) I... So it's about a town in the 40s,
3: and it's from the 40s? No, no, actually, it's about someone who dies in their early 40s, so no.
4: Oh. Nope. Nope.
2: (laughs) I literally was going like, okay, I know Judy Garland outside. Wait, so it's present day, but they die in their 40s?
3: It is present day, yes. The book came out recently. I will give you that hint.
2: Interesting. And it's their first novel?
3: First novel for adults.
2: Is Dr. Seuss dead?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> um, I'll go with like D- D- Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that is incorrect, Danny. I'm sorry. Does anyone know this? That is correct. JK Rowling. Oh, you know what?
2: Extra points. I don't know her. Never read Harry Potter, and now who has the last laugh? You're like, we're not shocked you didn't read an eight-part trilogy.
3: All right, Danny, uh, you didn't get it, but you still get to guess whether oh. it was oh. lower or higher than the Pope's book, eight point five million dollars.
2: I feel higher because she has all that Harry Potter vibes.
3: That is incorrect, Danny. Yeah. It was lower. It
2: <laughs> Can I say my one friend?
4: <laughs>
2: but we're on the
1: same path for every we answer. Been set up every time. <laughs> That's actually, this is my revenge for the candy game. Okay?
3: <laughs> Denny, you know the rules, and no, uh, you get no another points game for think this about. one. <laughs>
2: It's like about taxes. I'm like, all
4: oh.
3: right. So it's unclear exactly how much money she made, but the estimates are between 2 and $8 million. So even the highest estimate, even the highest estimate is below wow, the Pope's getting book, some rebellion from the audience. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: we don't like
2: J.K. Rowling.
3: She might not care much about that difference, though, because she is the richest author in the world. She's worth over $1 billion. And
2: imagine Good $1 billion dollars still tweets so much. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just still be cancels rich herself. shut the fuck
4: <laughs>
3: All right, Sarah, this is the last question. Okay. And this one's a little bit different. So
1: <laughs> It's a comic book.
3: This, <laughs> this was a book deal for 17 books altogether. 17? So instead of a blurb, I'm going to give you some facts about this author. Like
2: Animorphs? <laughs> okay. Love and see if you
3: those. can get them. So, it's all
2: the books
1: of the Bible. Just
3: this <laughs> person... <laughs> He is the second richest author in the world, okay. with an estimated net worth of over eight hundred million dollars.
1: <gasps> oh, is it oh. that? Okay, hold on.
3: Stephen King referred to them Fuck, as "that's I thought it was." A terrible I writer, but very successful. So Stephen King, <laughs>
1: okay, I have them. some ideas. Okay, right.
3: a few of their well-known series: Alex Cross,
1: oh, Women's
3: Murder Club.
1: Oh, James Patterson. That's correct. <laughs> you <laughs> gave it to her. <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: Daddy, did you
2: know that?
1: Daddy, stop planning people in the audience to sing I love that you think I knew who
2: James (laughs) Benton (laughs) was. I'm like, I know Patterson, New Jersey, (laughs) Rutgers.
3: All right, Sarah, what do you think? Was this book deal worth more or less than J.K. Rowling's?
1: and hers was like between two and eight million yeah I'm like divided by 17 I feel like his <laughs> odds are pretty good I'm gonna go with more
3: that is correct Sarah <laughs> this is actually the biggest book deal of all time what? and it was worth but he has 100... to write
1: so many books yeah
3: it was worth 150 million dollars <laughs> what it's funny though because he's been criticized a lot for co-authoring books. Hmm. And there was a research paper that came out hmm. that said that the term author isn't always the most appropriate term for his role in the writing process. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Shame. Savage facts. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: we got a grifter,
4: ladies like
2: and yeah. gentlemen. I
1: know, we're going to get him <laughs> right. on the podcast. So what does he do?
2: Yeah.
3: Apparently, he, like, comes up with the plot points, and then...
2: Okay, so he gets high and tells someone to write a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
3: he even he co-wrote a book with Bill Clinton, though, which is pretty yeah, cool. That doesn't surprise me.
1: Was he, me. like, a ghostwriter? Like
3: No, no, they, it's, like, both co-wrote it. It's a fiction book called The President is Missing. And apparently...
1: <laughs> He's found at the intern's house. Got it. <laughs>
3: No, fiction. It's completely
1: fiction.
3: Well, that is our game and Aww. Sarah, you have won the game. Woo. I'm proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you. Thank you. Yeah, Sarah, it Thank was Thank you, Dad. Uh, it was worth it. 7 to 2, so
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I stay in school. I, I can say. But you know what? I'm more excited because we have another game
4: coming up. We do up. Yes. have
3: another game. And,
2: and this one I think you're going to be good at. I hope so. So <laughs> I need it. I actually I like Loki. Need it. Um, can you explain to us?
3: Yes. Yeah, so this game is going to be a musical game. Ooh. So I think this one, my money's on Danny. To yeah, bring we're it each going
2: to recreate a musical.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you guys in. vote on which one is the best. Yeah.
2: You'll leave at ten forty-five. So
1: am. <laughs>
3: the, the game is called Behind Bars: <laughs> The Hidden Crimes. Ooh. All right. So here is how it's going to work. I was we're like, is it behind
1: you... that bar? Like, do we all take a <laughs>
2: shot? <laughs> I just thought, wouldn't it be fun if it was like a murder mystery, like someone in here?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> that'll be our next show. Next
3: time, next time. Murder mystery. All right. So we're going to play you a short clip of a song <clears throat> and we're going to cut it up or cut it. Stop playing it. <laughs> then the lyrics after the artist is going to commit some sort of crime. Ooh. It's going to be your job to tell us which is the crime committed. I'm like how okay? many
1: songs do they confess to murder? <laughs> okay. No, well, there are songs called confessions. So. That's, That's true. I'm uh, sure.
3: <laughs> so you'll get a point for the correct crime. You get a point for the artist. Okay. Then after that, there's going to be a little bonus question for wow, that hi. song. Okay. Oh, lots of chances. Lots of points. Lots of chances. All right. Sarah won the game. She's going to start this one. Actually, oh, before that, we're going to play a little sample. Okay. Just to make sure we're on the same page. Okay. So Sean is going to play us the first sample.
4: Never to never chew in the games. You play, you would
1: always, win, always win. So, Oh! So. We're singing. Yes, it's a musical show.
3: Sarah, what do you think is a crime committed in the okay. next lyric?
1: Set fire to the rain kind of sounds like some sort of environmental thing like <laughs> a gender reveal gone wrong i guess
3: <laughs> so or... we're looking for like the crime like oh
1: he's setting fire so arson
3: arson that is correct oh. so yeah. yes
1: okay and then her, assist from the audience thank
2: you adele commits a lot of crimes she embezzled from me and many people <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in vegas i feel like yeah. you should start a class action suit how do you, i don't read books do you think i know how to do that <laughs> how does she embezzle from you danny tickets to see her her comeback because i support a single mom <laughs> and what do i get thanked with i'm gutted like she does a little <laughs> video she's so sad she had to reschedule Where's she been england living her best life with her boyfriend i'm happy for her but i just want my money back
3: <laughs> wow all right that's a crime and
2: has she
1: rescheduled them no <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right so the bonus trivia question sierra on which album did adele release set fire to the rain
1: I feel like there's three choices (laughs) and they're all numbers. (laughs) Which is the first one? 21.
3: That is correct. That would have been correct. Okay. Okay. So, all on the same page, we can Uh start the game. Okay, we got it. All right, here we go. Danny, here's your first clip.
1: Okay. Right now. Oh, man. Hell yeah.
2: I dug her keys. Uh, she
1: committed um, vandalism. Vandalism. That is correct. Right. Warranted Let's hear vandalism. It. Yes. He deserved it. Justifiable.
4: It's Carpool
2: Karaoke. <laughs> Michelle Obama, apparently. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know the artist. Carrie Underwood. That is correct. Two points already. All right. Here is your <laughs> <laughs> trivia question. Oh, I
1: know some facts about her. She's
2: she... maybe anti vax is that a fact? Oh. Ooh, that's just a reveal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the bonus.
3: Before she married hockey player Mike Fisher, Carrie was attached to what Dallas Cowboy quarterback?
1: Oh God. <laughs> Can we ask the audience? First of like... <laughs> all,
2: literally, how dare you?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Second of all, yes. I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no idea. I- <laughs> all right, all right. It was Tony Romo. Uh-huh.
2: You get a we point. Get a, point. You get a point for the audience. Yes. Who's that?
1: Wait, yeah, do you want a drink ticket? No, now we're playing against <laughs> all of you. Okay.
3: All right, Danny, three points on the board. Already surpassing last game's whole tally. Good for you, Tally. You
2: know, I'm a visual, I'm an audio <laughs> hearer.
3: <hero. laughs> all right, Sarah, here is your clip.
1: You <laughs> stalking
3: that is correct it is stalking that seems that is rude
2: to, Wait, to Olivia no, like but that can we talk about it it was weird <laughs> <laughs> if told you to drive by your ex's house You'd be like, you said forever now I drive alone past <laughs> it's on her route to school <laughs> <laughs> she's like I'm in night school
4: <laughs>
3: and do you know the artist
1: Olivia Rodrigo that is correct two
3: points already here is your trivia question The song Driver's License was inspired by Rodrigo's breakup from what high school musical actor?
1: Joshua Bassett. That is correct,
3: (laughs) Three points.
1: I'm Gen Z. (laughs) You are Gen Z. All
3: right, three to three. It's neck and neck. Danny, here is your clip.
4: And on my 18th
2: Steal your parents' liquor from when we when we were in the dark. Yeah, it's so underage drinking. Underage drinking, that nice. is correct, <laughs> Katie Perry, who supported a weird mayor, but
4: a <laughs> <laughs> Used to steal your parents' liquor and climb to the roof.
2: <laughs> oh, what a deep cut.
3: <laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. All right, Danny, here is your trivia question for the bonus point. Okay. Speaking of the one who got away, Perry was married... Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> That is correct. I've
4: them all. <laughs>
2: oh my God! What an asshole!
1: <laughs> I feel like that's a real crime. Uh, he is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Divorce in Katy Perry.
1: All right, six
3: to three. That's
2: Wendy Williams to say death to all of them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sarah, here is your next clip. Can't hear them, no, no.
1: What's the crime here? Flock loitering? Is
3: that is correct.
1: It
3: is Being like, <laughs> there all day and all night,
2: that is loitering. that's like, correct.
1: good. <laughs> that's not <the> crime. <laughs> <laughs> a crime.
4: You're
1: going to hand yeah. up with your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's that funny. Is, is side to
2: side.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: And this is what? Ariana Grande? That is correct. Featuring? Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> I will earn the points, it's fair. <laughs> I just want to support
0: Nicki Minaj. Yes.
3: Uh. All right, Sarah, here is your bonus question. Ariana has had many high-profile relationships, including an engagement to Pete Davidson that yes. ended in 2008.
2: He's like, how big is his
1: <laughs> 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 10 inches or so, we're told. <laughs>
3: what is the name of her current fiance?
1: Dalton Gomez. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, 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 <laughs> oh my God. And he's a realtor. He's a realtor,
2: <laughs> and he looks like Repeat Davidson because he's just him without like the like Kinko's file without the tattoos. <laughs> Interesting.
4: I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> married. Whatever Older. you guys
2: do with Dalton is what you do with Dalton. <laughs> I don't look at his tattoos. I look at his real estate properties.
3: All right, three points again. This is neck and neck, yeah. six wow. to six. Wow. Yeah. Danny, here is your next clip.
2: Zero to say, uh, speeding.
3: Speeding, that is nice. correct. Also would have accepted reckless driving.
4: <laughs> reckless.
2: It's hard not to speed when that song's on, I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive, so it's okay, but when if I play well? Who's the artist? Rihanna.
3: That is correct, Annie. Well done. And here is your trivia question. Rihanna has had many high profile relationships with We're fellow A list celebrities. <laughs> in fact, she was even linked to a celebrity athlete, Lewis Hamilton, who is known as one of the greatest ever athletes in what international sports? Uh, yes. Lewis Hamilton. How what great sport? is he if we
2: don't know? Uh, football? Like soccer?
3: That is incorrect, Danny. I, yes, I'm sorry. Nice. The correct answer was Formula One racing.
1: <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah.
3: That You said it, uh, about me. Uh,
2: uh, uh, if you don't break a sweat... He's an
3: he's athlete.
2: He's listening to Shut Up and Drive, and that's how he Any, Anybody driving home tonight, I'm giving you a gold medal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he has won the world championship seven times. Come on.
2: All right. I'm, I know I'm happy he's oh happy. <laughs> like Jorge <laughs> he's losing fans out here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, so, uh, Danny, I am sorry. You have lost a the point there. Uh, Sarah... Here is We're your done. next clip.
4: Okay. live running <laughs> for my
1: life. I will always <laughs> want you.
4: What?
1: I'm like, how is this a crime? Well, we have sopranos. <laughs> okay, yes. I love nobody thought the music was going to cut out. They're like, I came in like a. <laughs> we already did vandalism. I don't know, destruction of property?
3: That is correct. Okay. Okay. Destruction of property. That's exactly <laughs> I what it
4: came is. came in like a.
1: after no, like we, this because we think, have some voices in here like, like I think
2: we all disassociated and like started to, I was like <laughs> I went somewhere with that song yes <laughs> 2013
3: wow alright Sarah here is your well you know who it is
1: Miley Cyrus that is correct don't insult me
3: <laughs> here is your trivia question Miley was famously linked to Liam's Hemsworth of the Hemsworth family I
1: like he said
2: Liam's Hemsworth <laughs> <laughs>
3: But he's not the only famous brother that she's dated. Which Jonas brother did she date from 2006 to 2007? Nick. That is correct. Nick Jonas. Well done. And
2: I always was like, I hope she's supporting him through his diabetes. Oh, yeah. Because remember when he came out with that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. A little bit longer.
3: Nine to eight, Danny, you have some ground (sighs) to make up. I can't wait for
2: this to be a country song about like basketball.
3: (laughs) 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 Here is your clip, Danny.
0: Now you've been.
2: Wait, I thought it was like texting. Now you've been maxing out my car?
3: Okay, so what would what would be it, the
2: <laughs> Not quite, but Oh, like extortion? No, is that no stealing money? Credit card fraud. Yeah, you were you were you got there. You got there. Let's let's
3: hear it. Let's hear it.
2: Like we lost the rights from Beyonce? She's like, "Did I tell you you can pay me
4: back credit money?"
2: Play the first bill but you head into the mall Everyone's like silently vibrating I know It's like everyone's
3: getting a massage. In <laughs> <room>. <laughs> Who is the artist Destiny's Child That is correct Danny that's 2 points and here is your trivia question With a reported net worth of more than 400 million dollars Beyonce can pay her own bills in fact <laughs> But along with her husband Jay-Z the couple oh. is worth north of a billion dollars Yes What's the name of the outlaw Couple's first song together, released in two
2: thousand and three. Crazy in Love. I don't want couples. That is. It's, it's Bonnie and Clyde, three.
3: Yeah, it's Bonnie and Clyde.
2: Oh, wait! I know. Well, my favorite song lyric is in that. Can I get part of that? <laughs> the only time she don't speak is during Sex in the City. She gets Carrie Fever. I'm not gonna sing the. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, it's okay.
4: It's <laughs> really be I'm
3: sorry. All right. Well, Sarah, here is the last clip. Let's play it.
1: Is screaming in public a crime? Like what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, thank you guys. Disturbing the peace. That is correct. <laughs> it is.
4: Disturbing.
1: I'm like, I guess that is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> Explains a <line. laughs> Do you have a ticket
3: from that? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, here is your trivia. Well, you know who it is.
1: I was like, J-Lo? Artist? Oh, that is correct. From yeah, yeah, yeah. the inauguration? Oh. <laughs>
2: Ashanti, but we don't have to go there.
1: <laughs> Ashanti?
3: Here's your bonus trivia question. J-Lo is back in a relationship and engaged once again to actor Ben Affleck. I
2: thought ben Affleck. If I had to know Tony Romo <laughs> Ben Affleck.
3: In what year did Benifer call off their engagement the first time around? Oh.
1: Oof. I don't know. Let's say when did G-League come out? <laughs> like that was 2006.
3: That is incorrect, Sarah. The 2004? correct answer was 2004. Oh, yep. Right. Yeah,
1: My sorry for 2004. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Well, Sarah, you have won this game You're again. <laughs> Swept. I'm proud. Ooh. Well done. Ooh, oh. Thank you. You've gotten two games back.
2: You are, you are a music pro. <laughs> who knew? And a book reader.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knew? Alright, well, we're gonna Well, like, yeah, because I you... now
2: now we confirm that I don't know anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: we want to find out do I know anything about Sarah? And with this, we need someone from, who thinks they've listened to the podcast the longest? No. Okay, I'm great. So we have no
1: fans. <laughs> Everyone's Excellent. like, where the
2: fuck are we? Who just wants to play a game?
1: Who said sure? Love that. Come yes. on you can win a prize. Oh, of hey! yes! oh my god, yay!
2: Oh my god, I love the shirt. Oh,
1: thanks. <laughs> There's a mic for you right there. Oh god, I love Why don't you tell everybody your name? My name is AJ. <laughs> Not from Allie and AJ. And AJ, what is your favorite episode of the podcast?
4: Oh.
1: Or one of them that you've listened to? <laughs> I. Would... Oh,
2: and also everybody, while you think on that, everybody put final uh, super secret serial killer traits in that bowl.
1: I and the best one does win a prize, yeah. so put some stuff. Okay. I would say the bling ring
0: episode. Uh, oh, yes. See, that is like my favorite
1: crime. I do love that. That is a deep cut. Okay. Wait,
2: and then Alexis Nyers liked our episode. I don't know if that's good or bad, but... I think it's good. She came on our podcast. Oh, that's true. Right? Yeah, she's interesting. She's
3: fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, welcome, AJ. And this is how we're, what we're going to do. We're going to play a game of Newlyweds, and we're going to see who knows their co-hosts best and maybe AJ knows both of you better I, than you know I each
1: think other which I think you would might be win. very funny
4: so
1: is it like back to back like we're at a bridal shower like <laughs> <laughs> so I can't read your answers
3: uh, okay so this is the first question and it's about Sarah oh. which MLM oh, I'm like, do I know myself I don't know is Sarah most likely to join
0: to join oh shit yeah oh which one would fun.
3: Sarah join Alright, AJ, what did you come up with?
0: Mary Kay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did buy their eyeshadow in middle school. <laughs> or my mom bought it for me. I would join Ashley's. Uh,
3: Danny, what about you?
1: I did Monet.
3: Okay, okay. okay so you
1: want me to go bald?
3: <laughs> Sarah, what was the answer?
1: I put pampered chef because they have really good pizza stones. <laughs> <laughs> the pizza I have so stone, much of it hit stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no points. No points this time around. Okay. This next question is about Danny. What you is on
2: the SATs
3: now. <laughs> Danny, what is Danny's all-time favorite true crime documentary? Mm. AJ, what was your final answer? What do we um, get?
0: Murder on Middle Beach.
3: Okay, Sarah, what about you?
0: I said the same. <laughs> okay,
2: Danny? Murder on Middle Beach? Whoa! <laughs> Like no, for the cinematography, it's such
1: a good. <laughs> and not, not the main bad. When he changed his underwear to like
2: put the <laughs> <head off laughs> to confront his dad, yeah.
3: Well no, done, totally everyone. Okay, this next question is about Sierra. What is Sierra's favorite wine grape?
1: Grape. Okay, whichever one is eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like.
3: All right, AJ. What did you come up with?
2: Riesling.
3: Riesling. Okay, good good guess. What about you, Danny? I put Pinot Grigio. Pinot
2: Grigio.
3: Shoot. (laughs) Salvignon.
1: I guess I'm just too mysterious. (laughs) Or just not (laughs) thinking. That too.
3: I would not have been able to spell that. So good for you, Sarah. Well done. (laughs) All right, Danny. which website does Danny spend the most amount of time on?
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this. Okay.
3: <laughs> what do we got, AJ? ASOS.
1: <laughs> oh! Love that you
2: think I fit in this song. Sarah? Okay, I actually put Zara.
3: <laughs> Danny, what was the answer?
2: Street Easy.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs>
2: Good if you can't fit into jeans, you can fit into a two-bedroom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got your eye on any uh, apartments right now?
2: No, <laughs> but any and none. There is one three bucks up that's, like, pretty cute. Okay, okay. It own... Should we go after? No. Yes, we'll
1: all pool for, like, $10 million. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, Sarah, this is the next question. Where did Sarah study abroad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the world? Uh... <laughs>
3: AJ, what was the answer? France. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well,
3: I put Paris. <laughs> it was Paris. It was Paris. Yeah, yeah, you both got it. You both got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that one, Danny, because I think that would have been a little bit... Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: like he put Rome. Atlanta. <laughs> <Tony
3: Rome>. <laughs> 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 okay, this next one is for all the true fans out there. What was the topic of Danny's first episode ever on Not Another True Crime okay. podcast?
1: I'm like, I don't even know. No, I think that's
3: right. <laughs> I guess it's whatever Danny puts out. AJ,
2: what's well,
4: like answer?
3: A
1: test one, right? Was it the Wild West Colts? Uh, oh, close. That was a good one. No. Uh, Anna Delvey, I think.
3: That is correct, Sarah, but oh. that is incorrect. Oh.
1: Oh,
4: no! <laughs> so we
2: didn't air the one I had to come in and redo two times? Oh my god, yes. Uh, <laughs> good to know. It was gold, by the way. <laughs>
3: That was before my time. So I I can't take responsibility for not airing that one, (laughs) Danny. I'm sure it was great. All right. Sarah, what is Sarah's favorite reality show?
1: I'm actually like, shit, there's so many.
3: (laughs) Uh... I'd get specific if if it's a... Uh,
1: I'm going to go with that. Wait, everyone is like moan. I I don't even know what my own interests are. (laughs) (laughs) No, this game is
3: really
2: like... Tough. (laughs)
3: All right, AJ, what do we got?
2: Um, I got The Real Housewives of Potomac. Okay. <laughs> I said The Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and that is correct. You all yeah! got it. Oh!
1: All right. Well, I, don't, I feel like, I don't know who's the winner.
3: Well, we'll figure it We're
1: out. It. I'm like, all right, AJ A- A- is definitely the winner. He knows us better than we know ourselves. Well, A- A-
3: AJ has gotten every question that you've both gotten right, so I feel like AJ is actually yeah. winning. He has more points than either of you. <laughs> so, uh, last question: Who is Danny's all-time favorite true crime show host? What? Not, not Sarah. You can't pick I'm Sarah. Like, yeah, it's
1: me. Uh... So it can be
3: like, uh, you know, uh, oh, like one okay. of Oxygen host or. Getting his name, but I'm going to show you because
1: I just remember his vibe. Oh. <laughs> his
2: vibe. Okay. No, like we had a we had a vibe and I'm gonna stand by that. He wants to
1: get drinks. I am so That's a ooh,
2: I know I'm but it's everybody. Okay, is <laughs> it everyone wants to, to get yeah, drinks Nancy. with us? Um, no, Nancy, while well, this remember when Nancy Grace came and got a haircut? she in, in our office? Yes. <laughs> She's like, is this filmed? Uh, no, okay, I'll be 25 name? minutes. <laughs> got <it>. Okay, wait. <laughs> if anyone wants some of her hair. <laughs> yeah, it's we're selling so, it after the show. It's on the ground somewhere on 26th <laughs>
0: Street. <laughs>
2: okay.
4: All
3: right, AJ. What do you, What did you get?
1: He's a lawyer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sarah.
1: Uh, I put Patrick Hines. Oh, from, uh, okay. Patrick yeah. The
3: correct answer was Troy Roberts. Troy Roberts. <laughs>
4: oh yeah.
1: Does anybody know him? No. He doesn't. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like, he's very smart, very cool. Wait. He said, when the pandemic dies down, like we should get a drink. <laughs> he was. And yeah. the pandemic never died down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was what he knew all along. <laughs>
3: We had him on the show about a year ago, yeah, and he was great. Go listen to that episode if you haven't. He was amazing. <laughs> well, I think AJ has won this game.
0: <laughs> and you win a drink it's ticket. It's a drink ticket. <laughs> oh,
2: my
0: God.
3: Thank you,
2: AJ. Thank you. Right, and thank also you. the shirt. Clap for the shirt. Yes. <laughs> the shirt is amazing. I know what you all are thinking. Can we fucking leave soon? And you can. And but first, up. we need, because we so many of you collected okay. super secret seal killer traits. So we're going to pick three. And if you're honest, you'll chat to us about it. You can say in your seat. But sorry, do you want to pick the first
1: one? Yes. Here we go. I'm scared. Oh. Wow, this is really a novel. Someone's just venting about their boyfriend or girlfriend. Like it does look like the Unabomber note. Okay. Eats my, my sub sandwiches with the open-facing left palm. Sometimes I eat my sandwich upside down depending on the half of the How sandwich. T- Alright, who is this? I need to... Okay, I need it. <laughs> what does this mean? What is up... Are you in 18s? Upside down? What? So, <laughs> I... <laughs> I already can I'm left
2: handed dominant,
3: and so...
1: What? So like, like, it's like I'm a Gemini rising. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Gemini. Right.
0: Come on. Eat a sub sandwich. If I eat the open face facing my right palm, I just don't have that much control. So I have to eat my sandwiches upside down to have like that secure. What does
1: upside down like mean? If it's so, like, two slices of like bread. you, know, like, so
0: you have the like, open face and then you have the closed
1: half. Okay. No, no, I don't get that. That's a... I
0: get
2: it. Okay. So,
4: like, we have an assist
2: literally I have two family members here (laughs) oh
1: okay okay.
2: that's what I needed to hear yes yes Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, okay. Ooh. Particular. I don't know Particular. if it's serial killery, Particular. but yeah. I don't
2: know. Okay. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll find out. This, everybody's
1: going to give a little shout. Everyone's
2: going to shout for the one they think is the m- most. And, um, okay. Letting my lizard sleep in bed with me. Okay. <laughs> uh, the FBI I'm, is waiting outdoors. I'm afraid. Who's who own up?
4: I not think
2: pick it. Wait. What's your name? Okay, McKenna, how old is the lizard? What's the name? What's the vibe? He is
0: two and a half years old. He's a great dragon, and his name is Philip Darwin. <laughs> um,
2: He has a cat bed? <laughs> yeah, he just like,
0: sleeps in the
1: bed. <laughs> <laughs> in a cat bed. Okay. okay. So oh, I'm okay. not like, going to roll Wait, over and squish
2: it. Okay, that was my. Con- okay. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, when okay. did this start?
0: <laughs> um, probably when he was big enough, I was scared that I was going to kill him. <laughs> yes, that's mm.
2: right. Is he cuddly? <laughs> Really?
0: Uh, okay. Wait, That's I see cute. on my
2: like. Do you have to like? I see on my FYP page like they have to like um like get rid of the, like clean out their nostrils. You're on lizard talk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. My
2: F, it's literally lizard talk and like wedding planning, and I'm like you could not know me less.
1: <laughs> All right, McKenna, this I'm is on your. a contender. Time. Okay, yeah. last oh, last up. Yes, we have. Wow. <laughs> I don't listen to anything when I commute. No music or podcasts. Okay, who was that? All right, who doesn't who doesn't have anxiety over here? Yeah. All right. <laughs> who
2: doesn't have anxiety? What? Yes. Why? I do this if I go like
1: my walk. So you're lying? I'm so tired. I just like fall asleep on training kind of. Oh. Okay, that's understandable. What? what? Get who wait? Can, <laughs> I need to, <laughs> to, to, to like, put my AirPods and like it. <laughs> The Bluetooth it's too much. <laughs> It's to actually pretty too, far. Not too much. It's
2: all like flipping over a sandwich. Wait, <laughs> who listens to music when you commute? Clap if you listen to music when you commute? Wow oh, I
1: mean,
2: you like, wait I mean, you're like she's just like, I just pet my lizard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
2: okay, that's interesting. Okay, all right, so now so we'll do a vote. we'll. So, Everybody okay, so cheer it's going to be, yeah, so
3: just to, something. before, before we do this, just announce our prize, Woo! we have, I don't know if you've heard, Betch has launched a new drink, so we have some faux pas for our lucky winner.
1: Don't drink them in here, it's your bartender. Oh yeah, you can <laughs> only yeah. open them You
3: Can't drink them here. We have a little hat.
1: Very silent. A little
3: tote. Uh-huh. You can wear that here. That's correct.
2: <laughs> yeah, you can, and you can fashion the tote here. Okay, so just to summate, it's sandwich. Lizard, no music. So clap if sandwich is the most one.
1: The most one. If sandwich is the biggest serial killer trade, yeah. Oh, the most one. I'm like, the wait, one. did I fail books? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, lizard. Woo! Music.
4: Woo! I think we have to do this
1: Tough. Okay, should we do? Li- should we do the last two again? Last two. Last two. The last last two. two. Okay, lizard. Woo! Music. Think it's a lizard, I think McKenna. It's a lizard.
4: Come
2: on McKenna, up. Wait, come here. wait, but I need McKenna. I need you to do something for us. If you're, if Philip is cool with it, I need a photo of him in the hat. Oh
4: yeah. Yes,
2: Yay. <laughs> well, we did, and we are so happy we did. And more importantly, we're so happy you all came out tonight. Thank, Thank you, so you so
0: much.
2: much. Yeah. This is so much fun. Uh, clap two for Jorge and
1: uh, Sean who helped us so much and clap for Union Hall and the bartenders tip them and clap for yourselves thank you guys yeah, so much. thank you guys
0: Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales-Pico and Sean Kilby. Our hosts are Sarah Levine and Danny Murphy. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at NATC Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to NATC at Betches.com.
4: Betches.